What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of Tap In Studio. Man, 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 we got a returner back to the studio. <laughs> yeah. My boy Nate G, man. What's happening? What's good with you, man? I'm chilling, man. Well, before we get started, I got some I got some uh some sponsors. You know what I'm saying? We got sponsors for the show. Yo, um, this episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew <laughs> brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. For all y'all that's coming up short in the bedroom, stop going to 7-Eleven. Get you a Blue Chew. Go to Blue Chew right now. Uh, BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E Chew.com backslash tap in to get your free sample on the house on tap in. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed only by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than the pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package, so no awkwardness, and you don't have to leave your house to get it, all right? That's Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Go see them. Use promo code TAPIN, okay? And then also, um, we also sponsor. We got, we, got, we got some sponsorships down, man. We, we, we big time now, I Nate. I see. I was like, okay. <laughs> we tap, tap, tap into the blue You know what I'm saying? This episode is also sponsored by the Rose Group for all your housing needs. If you want to see how, how much your house is worth, you're thinking about selling your house, um, buying a house, contact um, the Rose Group at Keller Williams. The number is 817-523-9644. 817-523-9644. Nine six four four. It took the show started, man. How you been, man? Man, I've been good, man. No complaints, just good. grinding. You yes, know man. You've been everywhere, man. I've been, I've been seeing. I've been peeping. I've been trying to stay yeah, busy. Yeah, man. I've been that's good. Trying to stay busy. What, what? What? I mean, the whole point is to get seen, right? That's right, man. That's right. And I seen you on. Uh, you was on Michael Collier show. Yeah, I was on the young yeah. big big Mike Michael yeah. Collier, man. He's hilarious, man. He is a character. But yeah, yeah that was a blessing in disguise already. Just being able to be on the show. How you, how you connect with them? Um, just through mutual friends. I know the producer of the show, and uh, basically I've been letting people hear my music all the time, so I guess she let him hear some of my music, and he was like, oh, man, we need to get him on the show. And then she actually uh, she had texted me saying, oh, yeah, he wants you to get on the show. And then she like, gave me your number, and then he was calling me when I was getting my hair cut. So, and I was mm-hmm. telling her I'll get my hair cut, call him back, and he, I just called him. He was like, I don't care if you're getting your hair cut. You bet. <laughs> I mean, like I said, he's, he's hilarious. So, like, that yeah. was that was good. That was big for me, like, uh, just the exposure and being on it. Because basically it's kind of nationally syndicated. I know it's still YouTube and this, but he's a big name. You know, we, yeah. we grew up on him, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, um, well, no, I don't. I don't remember. But I, I remember people always talk about how you used to do uh, comedy at the beach okay. on Venice Beach. And that's how he really got his chops up. And Michael Carter is cool as fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. He cool as hell. I remember we hung out in uh in Chicago with him. He dope, man. He's just dope, man. And he, everybody, if they don't know him, they you got to remember him from the, the House Party 3. Mm. We was selling the toe jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. So what made you get back in the studio, man? Cause I remember last time you came on the show. Yeah, I wasn't. Was just, I wasn't recording. Know, yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know that. Like, like, soon as I pretty much like that was what June you were just telling me. I was yeah. saying. So in July, I pretty much. Well, I did. I had a, a joint collab project that I put out with Dirt Beats. It was a. Uh, it's called Captain Hook Lieutenant Bars. Uh, that was like July third, around um fourth of July, or whatever. 
So, but that was like, it was kind of slight. I just had to do a few verses. We got together. It really wasn't my whole thing. But after we did that, it kind of sparked me being in the studio with him. I was like, man, I'm going to just make a vault of songs. I just need to create songs, make songs. I'm gonna, I was like, I was going to make, what was my goal, 30? I was going to do 30 songs. I was like, all right, let me do 30 songs, and I'll pick from the 30 my best. But after I got to 30, I just kept doing more. You know what I'm saying? I kept doing more. So I had probably close to, like, 50 songs in the vault. And I was like, all right, I got to figure out how I'm going to release all of these strategically. So I started off in, um, excuse me, I started off in uh, November 26th. That's when I released the project Story of Troy. But that's what got me back recording. I just wanted to, to challenge myself. And was like, all right, I could do this. Because I was doing the freestyles every week still all last year, mm-hmm. basically. So I was like, dang, I'm writing quality verses and getting all of these things out, like, every week and getting all of these ideas done. And it's impressing myself. So I'm like, I need to get people to my I need my music to encompass this, too, instead of, like, them going just saying, okay, I seen this freestyle and then they just passed it. Or they can go scroll back and look at it. Because none of the freestyles are really recorded. I just put it on my phone so they can't go listen to them on no mixtapes. And that's been a lot of requests I was getting. Mm-hmm. So that's what really pushed me to be like, all right, let me just put these in song form. And I wanted to challenge myself because I was only writing like verses and coming up with bars. I wanted to challenge myself in doing more songwriting and doing hooks and getting my hooks to be better and catching and relatableness. So I just went in the studio. And luckily I had their beats that allowed me to you know work together he created every beat from scratch so i didn't have to worry about a lot of those you know business with this and this i'm going to one person mm-hmm. getting everything we can work out whatever we need to yeah and i seen you um you were working with jada kiss too right yeah that was early in the year i uh he he saw one of my freestyles and he was like oh i need to get you signed up sending him a song and i got to be on this mixtape and stuff like Straight that up. that gave me a lot of exposure because just to be recognized by some of the great bar spitters and he had gemini too so i was like all the gemini's got the, <laughs> the best rappers yeah. so i always say that like and i was like for him to uh you know recognize my talent i'm like man that's that alone says it to me like i don't that's really gotta big, do too much man. That is big. So that I is felt huge. really good when that yeah. happened. And as well as Cassidy. Cassidy was first. I did the Cassidy one first. And then that's why I was like, man, if Jada came back door after Cat, that just really boosted yeah. me. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, that was, and those, those are considered like lyricists in the rap game. Yeah, you know that's all I care. People could talk all the trash yeah. they want about <laughs> yeah, them yeah. the Cassidy songs and not liking Jada Kiss and this. But those are spitters. Nobody's spitting like them. They came up. It's all the other artists will you know tip their hat to those men right there. So it's like for them to tip their hat to me, it's just great. And Jada put you on his mixtape. Yeah, they had a mixtape. So I guess what they were doing a lot, because they was doing a lot more hustling because the city was shut down. They Usually when you meet uh, artists and stuff like that, they, it's through tour. Like, they come and they come to your city like, oh, all right, all right, let me show you my stuff in this. So nobody was having shows. Nobody's moving around in the in the country like that. So the best way they could still make money was to give opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, I can, you know what I'm saying, what's your budget? What's this? I can put you on this. I like you. You know, you know it's always take money to get what you need to do. But it's like, to me, I was like, I'm not paying y'all like that, I gave you a hundred dollars or whatever, and it's like cool. We didn't because I'm like, all right, I know my stuff is good, I'm not going to pay you. I, you. You should already let me on, but that's how that works. So they was doing mixtapes, I guess, create revenue for them because they was out of pocket too, as artists not being able to do everything, especially older artists whose music is not streaming and they're not getting money, they only get money through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, performing. Exactly. Yeah. So just to be, you know what I'm saying, to be on they for their team to check me out, all of the stuff. So that that was great to me. Yeah, man. And for those for those who who don't know, 
Nate is a dope astrologist too. You know what I mean? He can't last. That's how we got introduced. That's how we linked. Yeah. Yeah. He, though he's a dope astrologist, so you still you still follow our guest the astrology right Man, now. Man, that's, that's, that's lifetime. Yeah. Just like, I'm an alpha <laughs> for life. I can't put that nowhere. A five A. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yeah. be an astrologer forever. Like. It's just, and I still study. I'm still getting better. Just take time. Still practicing. You know what I'm saying? I probably did like three or four readings within the last couple months already. Yeah, just for people. Just because I'm still gearing up. Of course, I do music. I know this business better. I'm still trying to get my, you know what I'm saying, natal chart reading and my astrology, you know, consultations and stuff like that up off the ground. But I have been planting the seeds for that and been getting them. So Dope, man. Dope. So, the story of Troy, man. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Let's do it. How to um where does that come about? Like what is that? What is the meaning behind that? Okay. We can break that. Let's break that it's, down. It's got man. some layers. Okay. So one, we can start off with the most basic. My my middle name is Troy. Okay. So Nathan Troy. That's my name. And um that's one aspect of it. So the story of Troy is kind of putting my story out there. And then it's my story of betrayal, really, because mm. of that's the other aspect of Troy, because Trojan, the Trojan story. You know what I'm saying? About they came in the horse and they, they betrayed him. They went in yeah, and killed everybody, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. So it was like just getting stabbed in the back type stuff, you know, the Trojan. So that's my story of betrayal. So because this last year I had like a big breakup, split up, my homies betrayed me, and just a whole lot of stuff happened. So I kind of put that into the music. And I wanted to drop something for in the fall, you know what I'm saying, fourth quarter last year. Because I was like, I usually don't ever drop around here. All my music is more, more a little more airy and fun. But I was like, I want to drop some. People say I don't talk about emotions and stuff as much. Mm. So I was like, I want to drop something like that. So I put all of the songs that I said from my vault that I was already recording all these songs. I was like, okay, this goes to this. This goes to this. This is telling what I really was feeling about these things. So even the song titles on there is like, um, you got All Love. I know, they don't, I know You Don't Love Me, But It's All Love. Yeah, I want to ask you about that. I'm going to ask you because I want to know who you was talking about in that first verse. Uh, <laughs> I just said now it was one of my homies who was close to me. His name was Stretch. He was mm. like he was like my bro, and then he pretty much just betrayed. Like he fucked me over, basically. You know what I'm saying I ain't gonna go too many details, but yeah. it's just like you know what I'm saying you think people ride with you, and then you as you grow, you grow apart, you grow, they grow envious, or you just see what it is. You're like, oh, you not you know you don't got my best interests at heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Damn. I'm just distance myself and keep it moving. And I'm not the type of person that's going want to be like all oh, violent and do all that extra stuff as much. My thing is just like in all love in the video, just like all right. If you ain't where we at, it's I don't love you. It, you know what I'm saying? It's all love still, and I just keep it moving. You just pack up your shit, keep it moving. Like, So I don't really care about that. And it's best that you're not in my life, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you're just yeah. going to drain my energy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that one was about. Okay. And then so that's you got titles like that. You got nobody. He was like, it's nobody, babe. Who going to do it but me? Me, myself, and I. Then you got soliloquy. It's basically just saying my thoughts about how I really feel inside and all of these things that I've been through. And then what else is on there? You got how come. That's so, like, you can do your exes or things that you used to be attached to. Like, how come I don't get to see you anymore? So it's basically, like, like you said, the whole betrayal, whether it's friends, women, yeah. the whole the whole night. The whole shebang. Yeah, yeah. just like, all right, you, it's a story of Troy. Less of, because people don't, if people don't know my name Troy, it's, you should look at Troy as the Trojans and this. That's what I was kind of going for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like yeah. betrayal. So I was like, all right, once I got past that, so I did that, and now I'm gearing up to, um, I dropped a single just uh, last week called Ote. I'm going to do, I'm going to drop a single every two weeks. 
this year since I would like to have some type of consistency based about me or plan it's like my Virgo ascendant of yeah. me so I gotta have something planned out a schedule of what I'm gonna do so and then I can make sure I keep to it and then I have my responsibility you know what I'm saying myself you know discipline and stuff's so like alright and it'll help my music so I'm gonna drop I'm still do the freestyle so I'm gonna just you know switch them out simultaneously like I'll do Freestyle Friday then I'll drop a single then next week Freestyle Friday then I'll drop a single so I should have 26 Around 26 freestyles this yeah. year. I should have around 26, 20 something singles. You know what? I heard that was dope. Um, Dang, what's this dude? Russ. You know the, the, the yeah. rap dude? Nigga put out a song every, every single day. He was like every day. Oh, every day. Yes. I for, thought it started off year. every week. Yeah, it started off every week. Okay, gotcha. And then he went it. He did it like, you know what? I'm going to push myself. Push it, push and it. nigga did a song every and then single his day. His revenue just went way up because people started catching on. They started going backwards and started looking yeah. at everything. So it's like, it ain't, I tell people, it ain't about what you're doing right now. It's like, you got to build up your library. You got to build up your content. You got to build up stuff. So even if it ain't on these social media platforms and stuff, you can build your own platform and have all of your stuff there. Yeah. So when people can see, like, damn, this person did all of this yeah. and, and they have so much to you know what I'm saying even let them get tired of you so they can come back and be like oh dang I do want to hit and it's going to be new stuff for them to do and you know what's so refreshing for like the the, the viewer because mm-hmm. I remember when I first discovered Wiz Khalifa Machine Gun Kelly where I went back and looked at all their YouTube videos when they were recording and like a little they big vlogged. ass box yeah. yeah you get to see their day to day like damn they didn't came yeah it's like hey. damn they was grinding back then yeah yeah and it's refreshing to go back and be able to look and see all that. But you got to have that there. If you're right. not working, if you're not documenting it, you're not showing all of the stuff, then it's like, people, you ain't did shit. Yeah. Like, the people were like, you didn't do shit. And yeah. I'm like, what? And people come there with their ego, like, I didn't did this, this. We don't know. We, we don't, don't we can't see it. Yeah, it's not documented. <laughs> you documented all your stuff? Like I said, I got her documenting everything. Oh, okay. Like I said, ever <laughs> okay. since I stopped put, putting on this journey of making sure, all right, I'm going to push. I'm going to consistently drop. I'm going to consistently do this. Whatever I do, like, I'm puzzled shoot a music video today that I don't got all the way figured out that they talking about right now. Really? For a song because it's like dealing with other people but the collab the line on nigga song that's uh. on Story of Troy so we're trying to shoot that music video today and we're just trying to gear up to make sure everything good because it's kind of last minute but we gonna get it done. You gotta make it happen man. And this you'll see so they be like oh it came out tight and y'all barely <laughs> had a fucking yeah. uh, treatment for it. Creativity, man. Your, your creativity is what's gonna make, take you to the next level. Exactly. Even if you ain't got the bread to do it, make your creativity make it happen. Man. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Make something out of nothing. That's how I grew up. Well, I mean, from DC, like I said, Southeast DC. That's where I came from. And you know what I'm saying? We basically had to just strive and grind and do whatever we could do to make stuff shake. So yeah. when I come to places like cause I went to school at OU, so I went there, I was like, oh, this is a different world. It was like, I can do with way less than whatever they are doing. So <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Just do yeah. more with less. Who would you want to work with next, man? Like, like, not even, I, I, I just, because I guess there's a difference between bars and then making a song, right? Yeah. But I try to put both. Both, yeah, 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 <laughs> Like yeah. I try to make sure all my songs got bars. <laughs> like Who even if you don't get it the first time. But uh, I don't know. Like locally, I really want to do a song with Lil Ronnie. I might try to put that on my uh. list this year, like to get a get a uh, feature with him because I feel like he has a lot of bars. He's has he's very charismatic, and that fits kind of me how I can get out of you know some little extra. Sometimes I'm nonchalant. That's the gym, and then other times I kind of get hype and say some off the wall type. Like my freestyles, I'm gonna say. Anything goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. so I feel like a little Ronnie song would be good for me and good exposure, especially for here in Dallas, so I can be no more here, especially because I'm not like a native. 
So like, but I, I mean, I rep it. This is why I've been living the last ten plus years. Yeah. So. Speaking of Ronnie, what did you think about um, they uh, the the restaurant downtown kicking <laughs> kicking them people out because they were playing this song? What did you think about that? I mean, it's like I see both sides, of course. Like there we go again with the the Gemini stuff. I see both sides of it, but I wouldn't have. Spoke to the, my patrons like that, mm. but I still would have made the same message get across. You know what I'm saying? That's not going down in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play this song, but you're gonna control yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or you can leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I would have told them kind of to themselves. Like, I would have went over there, and then apparently he tried to tell them like three times, but I'm still not gonna yell and cuss at them and just like I'm not gonna be a nigga to the niggas, even though that's how what they respond to. You still gotta be the bigger person when you. You know what I'm saying? Trying to do better for our people if that's what your goal really is. It's like, you're not saying I'm the best nigga of doing this shit and you can get the fuck out of my place. And it's like, all right, then you just going to attract more niggas that's want to come to your shit and eat. But, oh, yeah, it was a real nigga. Let me go to his shit. And then it's going to do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So it's like, I see see it, but it's like he could have handled it probably a little better. And I'm yeah. sure he would have handled it a little differently if he knew what would happen. Maybe or not because he's getting a lot of exposure right now. So Yeah. I tried to reach out to him to to see if he would come on the show and give his piece, but everybody was hitting him. So that's what I'm saying. My homegirl, like, Lil D, interviewed him from uh, the radio. Yeah, Lil D from the radio. I think I did see that interview. Yeah, because yeah. we was in a movie together uh, that's about to come out in 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 this summer. Uh, what called, movie? It's called Black Hole Ass. That's the name of it. Black Hole Boulevard. I don't know what street it was on, <laughs> but it was a black hole. It's called Black Hole? Yeah, Black Hole Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> I got murdered in it, so it's like, shit, I can't remember nothing anyway. I got a murdered. black man. That's what happened. That's what happened. You got, you got murdered like well, we, Yeah, we was all black, but I got I was a drug dealer, and I liked all, most drug dealers in movies. Uh, you get murdered. Uh, but, yeah, I got a role in it. But we were she was in it as well, so that's why we became friends and a lot of other collect, uh, creatives here in Dallas that we always When When is it coming out? Uh, I think the director, what's his name, Treetop Dallas, uh, he's shooting for June, July mm, okay. of this year. So we f- we wrapped it up in, like, August or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I need some, some new shit to watch, man. I feel like I didn't watch everything on Netflix, everything on Prime. Like, Dang. Yeah, man, I'm I'm on YouTube now. That's what, that's what I I'm finding stuff I mean, I, I, I kind of, like, go through both so I won't get too bored, and then it's like, I just click a random series and be like, oh, shit, that's kind of good. And then <laughs> <laughs> what, was the be- what, what was the latest thing you watched on YouTube? Damn, I was watching some astrology videos. I ain't going to lie. I stay watching astrology yeah. videos like, just to hear them speak it. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And now I start doing stuff in my mind. Um, but other than that, what did I watch? I, honestly, I watched. I watched this new thing that was on Netflix la- yesterday. What? Uh, it was it had Nicolas Cage hosting it. It was talking about the history of curse words, and they had every episode for every curse word. They was talking about fuck for a whole curse word, then they did shit a whole. And there's a bunch of comedians and actors and shit just really? commentating. It's pretty dope. And I was like, that was right before I went to the little show, the Dallas Unplugged thing. But um, yeah, it was dope. So I was like, that that was pretty cool. And then Nicolas Cage always seemed cool to me. So. Yeah. What what's the name of that? History of swear words. History of swear words? There you go. Swear words? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go check that out. I watched the last thing I watched on um, on Netflix that was good that I can remember. Um, what's the one? I think it was called Jingle Jam or something like that. Oh, Jingle. 
Jangle Jangle. Jangle Jangle. My daughter was watching yeah. that. Like, let's watch Jangle Jangle. Daddy. Yeah. I was like, is that a Christmas? I'm not I'm done with Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched that and then I watched um Dang, what's the other movie? It was it's a documentary about this guy from Baltimore that got um arrested and the nigga did twenty years for killing a police officer and he didn't do it. Damn. I yeah. need to watch that one. Yeah. What's his name? Um, I think it's called Trial Number Four. Trial oh, okay, Four. Okay, okay, I did see that. So yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah, I, I need to tap into that. He went like, it's it's a dope documentary. You know what I'm saying? They they piece it all together on how he didn't. When do did it. that happen? So it happened, I think, in 1990 or something oh, okay. like that. Okay, so it's gonna be dope. It's, it's yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of it's talk, it happened in 1990, and it break everything down on the how crooked the police were back then. So um, kind of like the little four thing. Uh, what was the one? The last one documentary did with the, uh, one of the, the dude Donald Trump was trying to get locked up. The kids that didn't do it. Oh, uh, 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 shit! I know you're talking about. He he was on the island with the uh, with all the presidents and had a little girl. Oh no no no, no no no! You talking about Epstein? I was talking about oh. the black dudes in New York that went to jail for all of those years and they finally just got. Oh out. the uh, the seven. Yeah. Um, the not seven. What is it? What was it? Exaggerate? No, not exaggerated. Park five or something. Yeah. Yes. Central Park Five. Central there Park we go. Five, we yeah. figured it out. <laughs> it's one of them numbers. That one, that's that's what you were saying reminded me of like you saying how the cops was crooked and they got oh, him in jail for killing he stayed in jail that long. Remind me of the Central Park Five uh, yeah. documentary and movie things. Yeah, but the crazy part is he went to trial four times and and like it was something where where like they just kept trying them. Like every single time, like he he'll it'll be a hung jury. Uh-huh. So he just had to keep going back and forth to court. And they never like like convicted him the first time. And then every all the other times after that, like it, it was it was dope though. It was dope. So man. he kept appealing basically. Yeah, they the, the the state kept trying to find evidence with him. Yeah, because they wasn't trying to prove they was I mean, yeah. they was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like always. It was dope though, man. It was dope. And I'm trying to reach out to him too. <laughs> he said he was gonna do it, dude. I was, I was, I was hyped uh-huh. when I, after I watched it. He said he was gonna come on, but all, all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, man. Just people be flaky, man. Like, I'm, <laughs> or maybe I'm just too. Uh, what's the word? Uh, 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 shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Man, what do you feel? What do you? What, I want your opinion on this, man. Everything that happened last week um, with the Capitol Hill thing, man. I, I mean, mean, what what what's new about what what's what's new? <laughs> yeah, what's I feel new? like we we see something because different. I want here's what I want you to do. I want you to talk about it from a astrologist standpoint, from the difference, the changing of the months. You know what okay. I mean? Well, it's easy to explain astrologically. Okay. Um, Basically, like you said, uh, Saturn and Jupiter just hit Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So just moving to Aquarius, that's why our whole thing is Aquarius is a big thing of rebellion. Jupiter is expand. Saturn is more of discipline and tradition. So it was just in Capricorn where it was used to a tra- tradition and what it's used to. Now it's going to a little bit more rebellious, revolutionary type of energy. Mm. So this is what people are feeling. And they it just wasn't us this time. You know what I'm saying? Like that felt good, and yeah, but I mean, it is. But we just seen the privilege of the what we saw. You know what I'm saying? We got to saw the privilege, the difference. So it was a necessary 
evil to happen so we can see, look, y'all can go rebel just like we rebelled six months ago when that energy started to manifest mm. with the whole Aquarius energy because we're moving into that. You know what I'm saying? So it was a big, big conjunction on winter solstice, which was only a few weeks ago. So that was the energy that kind of started started it all. And, of course, it's going to be at the capital. You know what I'm saying? It's the center of, you know what I'm saying, this whole nation or whatever. And just the fact that... Uh, I think it's the beginning of what's to show the rest of the year is going to be like. It's going to be super revolutionary, super rebellious. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's going to come down to the bigger scale and the, the smaller scale of, like, okay, if these people are willing to do it, we're, then we're going to get mad in a certain way because, like, damn, we can't. Now we're going to protest. And we're mm-hmm. it's going to be revolutions everywhere. Everybody's going to feel out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because if y'all letting these people go do this and sit in offices and, do all these extra things and like take selfies with all of these, you know what I'm saying, in the middle of a, that's crazy. Like, I've seen black police officers hitting the white people and stuff like that, and they make it seem like they was wrong for that. But I seen a black dude running, he had like a billy club, and then he was running up the stairs. And I'm like, what you running for? Like, they ain't, they ain't like chasing you, but the black dude, he died. Really? From what? Really? I think he was the fifth person to die. Damn. See, I didn't hear that. I heard four, like, protesters and one police officer. It was him. I thought it was a white dude. No? It was a black dude? I mean, I seen this one video of the white lady. It's like, we got to check that. I got mazed. I I was like, what the (laughs) fuck did you expect? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I want to go. We got to do some fact checking around here because we don't don't know. We don't know. But I don't know. My my uh, one of my close friends hit me up on accident because his other friend Nate is a police officer in a in a MPD is Metropolitan Police Department. That's crazy because that's my hometown. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it was like he hit me up. I was like, "You good?" Da, da. So I'm at work. Like, damn, did I miss something? Like, is something going on here? Like, because usually people at home hit me up when something's going on in Texas or something. They'd be like, "All right, we're just making sure you're straight." And he was like, oh, my bad, bro. Like, oh, I just try to hit up the other Nate. He a police officer, and he had down there at the Capitol right now. And this, he said, I seen this video on on the news, and he was just, he hit somebody. I just want to make sure they were spraying him with mace. I want to make sure you was good. And oh, I was like, damn. oh, damn. And then he hit me up three minutes later. Like, I confirmed it was him. Like, <laughs> oh, damn. So, like, I guess, like you said, it was, it was crazy. But to me, I still see it as a lot of. When the media show a lot of extraness, to me, it's like super propaganda. It's mm. like this is like a play on your emotions, and that's what they want you to do. Like they they want us to do certain things because they would they can easily not show us that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Think about all the things they don't show us that. Right. Happen. So it's like, why are you showing me this shit? Like, why yeah. are you pushing it? Why you want everybody to push it so hard? So that's what I always think. And usually I'd be like, mm, it is what it is. Like, and you know what's so crazy to me? Um. There's I seen so much so much video on the woman that got shot in the neck or the face whatever, and then on the side you can see so many people like taking pictures and film. I'm it like, was so fake. It seemed like yeah, a crisis like, actors. I saw that one. It seemed like I was like, so somebody got shot and it was like live action, active shooter, yeah. active shooter, active shooter. I was like that's some crisis acting as uh, yeah. uh, language. Then it was like I didn't see blood at first. Now it's just blood everywhere for some reason. I was like, oh, and then like you said, everybody on the side just. Taking pictures, nobody's like, "Oh my nobody god!" Ran. So nobody like, did nothing. Yeah, so it was like it just seems super fake. And I was like, "People are not getting into the Capitol. They let these motherfuckers in there. Like they, <laughs> they did not. Do, 
they making us try to look weak so they can do little whatever their political agenda is, but they first play is the media. So I'm just like, don't really buy into this shit. Because anybody, even, you know what I'm saying, another day when they didn't plan this and white people try going to Capitol, they going to get murked and they going to get fucked up. <laughs> right. Like, because I'm saying, I'm from D.C. and it's like, they don't play about that stuff. Like, the only time I have to get the most discrimination as a black dude there is like, Clubs, you know what I'm saying? You can't get to a store or some mm. shit like they think you're gonna steal. But yeah. like at the Capitol, they like know there. If you don't have access, get the fuck away from here. If, no matter what color you are, like because it's a tourist city. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That's weird. It's a weird. Who knows? I have no def- definite side yeah. or comment on it. He did. It wasn't a black dude. Okay, okay. What to say? But Damn. He got, but he got shot. No. Oh. He didn't get shot. See, uh, see, that's how that's, that's, that's I mean. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, this is also the age of miscommunication. Mm. As much as they say, yeah, knowledge, all of this stuff you're getting in, it's also the age of miscommunication. Because nobody, because we just left this age of belief. So we're still on the kind of this belief. And now that we see something that wasn't before, like we automatically believe it because we're stuck on it compared to like really just, just getting to discernment. So like what well, we're on technology we're getting it aquarius rules technology we're getting information very quickly even the news gets shit and report it and then they have to be like oh well we Retreat. were wrong yeah. we were wrong yesterday da, 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 da. that mean they can sit here and tell you as anything just like what you get you can get anything and believe it for 24 hours what are you gonna do in that 24 hours off of this information that you got could fuck your whole life up you know what i'm saying like yeah so it's kind of just the age of miscommunication so just because somebody says something don't go automatically and we we are quick to believe oh snap even people die oh like we more believing now because before when we used to see stuff about people dying that ain't true we ignore that shit until you something else on the news or something else happened but now we see four people post some shit on it we believe it yeah god damn (laughs) it's real yeah and it's like oh like you said if it ain't happened on social media it ain't happened so like that's a miscommunication like no I did all these things and I put my hours in and I get it and when I get to the place I'm be more prepared than you just because you've been showing shit on Instagram right so it's like it go both ways. God dang, man! This it, it, it feel like it feel like the world is. I don't know, man. It's got it's like a funny, something funny going on. You know what I mean? It feel and like I, a, it feel I, like a, a sitcom or some shit. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm watching an episode of uh, House of Cards or That's something. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Then we gonna get canceled one of these seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk, watch. <laughs> God damn, man. This shit feels like, oh my goodness. One of them countries going to try to cancel our shit, watch. And I always feel, I always feel like like when it's a lot of um, like chaos going on, somebody is doing something behind the scene where we're going to look up and be like, when the fuck they do that? It's always, it's, it's actually, this is what I know. This is what I always look for. I look for the problem, reaction, solution mm. thing. So I'd be like, okay, like say with the whole corona thing, that's a perfect case of problem, reaction, solution. Let's put a problem out there. A fucking pandemic, airborne disease. You know what I'm saying? They're going to react like, oh, shit, we can cause their reaction. I'm scared. I have fear. I have this. This is your solution. We made this vaccination that's going to sterilize you or do this. You have to stay in the house. We can take your jobs. We can do but you'll be safe and you stay there and we can control which stores are going to be open. So all the money is going to go to Walmart, um, Target, and this. There's only six stores that own the owners of all of the everything anyway. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like, we can put y'all out the way and all of our elite people can continue to, like, what's his name? Jeff Bezos? Not him, the other one. Uh, Elon Musk? Elon Musk. He made $160 billion in 2020. How? From the cars? Nah, not from cars. Just from being invested in everything, basically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So this whole year where shit fucked over and people was da-da-da, guess who made the most money? The 1%. This man double Jeff, and we were just boosting that Jeff Bezos, and he didn't have to give half his money away, and he still was the richest motherfucker. And then this man come, he only had $30 billion, still one of the richest people in the world. And then he was that, like six times, seven times that shit, eight times that shit? God. In one year, you know, he's trying to put people in Mars and shit, like... So it's like it's just so much. He got Teslas. He got all of these things. Like yeah. so, he's invested in all of this. He damn near run some of NASA. Like it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? So these are the people that's running the world. Yeah. And guess what? They're winning while everybody else is losing. Yeah. So you would imagine, and we we depend on the government. This motherfucker don't care about, about no the government. government, right? Yeah. That's why I be saying sometimes I be feeling like some of my thoughts is leaning towards more Republican. You know what I mean? And then. But I know my people, we need government assistance. You know what I'm saying? We really so it, don't. We don't. Some of us do. If we get together, we, we are our government assistance. We give all the money to the government. We are our government assistance. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Like, people don't even know how to do their taxes right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is crazy. Like, people don't know to not give all your money on from your job to your taxes. They'd rather have a refund later next year and be broke every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, and say, oh, yeah, I'll have. It's your fucking money. Like, nobody gave you. This is your money you could have had then. And now you want to go flex and spend it frivolously. Like, and then now you're back to being broke, living check to check when you had, like, you know what I'm saying? Or they don't know how to spend $300 to start a business because they most of them already hustling on the side with the business. They solidify their business with the state. And now they can write off another half of what they made and then get another but they don't understand. It's so simple. This is what all of the people are doing to use the government. This is how the government's helping small businesses and stuff. This is what the government is really doing. But we think we can get this or we got food stamps. If we make sure we keep under $25,000, we can get food stamps. <laughs> like it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mindset of lack. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like we don't need government assistance. Ain't no Republican, Democrat. That's all the same fucking people. It's all the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like this government playing against us. We feed the government. We are its commodity. They don't. They're not backed off of gold or anything anymore. They're backed off our social security. Not backed off our birth certificate bonds. So we are the commodities of this country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like our dollars based off of us. What we work and what we do because they know the United States gonna always have slaves because they so they so the whole idea of this is the place of opportunity of work. You can do this. So if you're working for something or somebody, you slaving. You're not. Doing Doing your own thing, and you're gonna be paying them in their taxes and this yeah. and doing this and feeding their system to where it works, and they give you pennies on the shit. Just like any place you go work for somebody, you're getting pennies on what you're producing, what your your value is. Yeah. So what's the solution then? What's the solution? Do I mean, do your own thing. Like even what Trump was saying, like didn't sound too bad, but I didn't even know he was saying this because I wasn't tapped into it. And, but it's like he's like, you don't need. Well, who was saying this the most? I think Ronald Reagan started all of that back then. It was like. You don't need that government. He was trying to take the government programs away. You know what I'm saying? But in, in retrospect, that's what we kind of need. We don't need to. We would have been dependent on government welfare and assistance. And, yeah, some people, it's necessary to use it when they go through these things. But that's not the majority of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And we've created a stereotype 
that seems like we're lazy and this and this because the majority of our black and brown people are on these things when some of them are abusing it because of the mindset mindset of lack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if we just go start your $300 from your uh, thing instead of buying a car, you know what I'm saying? $300, you already doing hair, now you're a cosmetologist. And you got this, and you can write off every your light bill, your phone bill, all of this shit for the year for what you're doing. Now you can have more money to produce, and now you're not of lack. So you're not thinking, oh, I need to know. The more money I make, I be, I'm not worried about no $300 from the food stamps a month no more. Because yeah. you ele- elevated your mindset. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like black people as a whole, in, in general, are just natural hustlers. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to paperwork and legitimizing stuff, we be like, man, fuck, I don't want to do that. But I'm like, that's part of the game. To to to, to play, you know what I'm saying? That's the whole game. That's part of the game. Like, see, here's my thought, right? If I know the rules to the game and I'm figure out how to play the game the best, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Once I figure out the rules and just know what I can and can't do, yeah, then we I'm want, gonna kill the game. We we don't want to learn the real rules. We want to play Uno the way we want to play Uno. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We don't want to read and see. Okay, this is how it works. You know what I'm saying? We want to make up our own nigga rules. Right. And that's how we mess ourselves up. We seem cool. We seem this. But, like, in the long scheme, you know what I'm saying, in the grand scheme of things, we not. Because, like you said, everything is contract law. So if you don't have a contract with yourself, with things, with everything that you're doing, then you're going to lose. Like, you're not saying anything. You're not doing that. You're going to lose through acquiescence. You're going to lose by not speaking up, by not doing it. And this is what's based in all the laws around the world. You know what I'm saying? Everything is contract law. So if we're not signing these things, we're not figuring out our paperwork, and we trying to stay under the table deals and do that, you're not going to have stuff to leave to your kids. You're not going to give her a generational wealth. You're not going to do this stuff because you don't even know how to get life insurance. You know what I'm right. saying? You don't even know how to be like, oh, all I got to pay is this amount of money to so make sure they good and they got to pay for my funeral. Right. Especially after you probably had to pay for some of your people's funeral or something right. like that. Like, you should learn. Like, the universe give you stuff to learn from. And, like, you want to be ignorant. That's a different story. But you have been pushed to push yourself out of your comfort zone to learn and grow. But we don't like to do that sometimes because like, we just want to feel comfortable because we've been so uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. And I don't know why black people are scared of paperwork. Like, they don't want to put nothing on and paper. I, because it's it's, 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 it's it's generational. What did your grandmother tell you? I ain't fucking with no banks. Da-da-da, mm. this, da-da. They didn't teach us the right way. They Because those people were really taught to brainwash. You know what I'm saying? We were more in Jim Crow areas than this where we really had mindset up. A lack where we didn't know we can do these things. Mm-hmm. Now we know we come from royalty. We know we kings. We know our melanins were stuff. We know these things. So like you can't sit here and tell me to go say what's up to Massa or do all this and not talk back to the police when I know they work for me. You know what I'm saying? And all of this because I'm not scared of that shit that they put that fear into y'all back then. Yeah. So I'm not scared to read this book and go against what they said because I see they lied to me and this or did this. But that's what we was taught. No, go ahead. Jesus is going to save you. And it's like, well, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Like this and this. But that's what, if you go against your mother, you get smacked or did all of this. So you scared of her. And it's just how we pass down. So we pass down positivity and the right thing. Do your paperwork. If we already giving our kids businesses when they 12, that's all they going to know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we won't, it won't perpetuate, basically. Yeah. God dang, man. You said a mouthful. Shit. <laughs> Get your paperwork right, black people. Get your paperwork right. You know what I'm this saying? This whole country, every world is contract law. If you don't got a contract with people or yourself, then you doing yourself disjustice, disservice. Yeah. Shit. And, and verbal contracts are real, too. It's still a verbal contract. That's why I say my word is bond. 
Like, and most of y'all don't keep y'all fucking word. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. And if I got you on tape saying something, then I can take your ass to court, and you're going to lose, and you're going to owe me bread, so watch what the fuck you say. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Speak, talk that shit, Nate. <laughs> talk that shit. Yeah. So, man, I want to, um, before we got on, um, you were telling me that you guys do a, a, a live band. Oh, yeah. Let me plug. The Dallas Unplugged. So y'all Dallas get Unplugged. tapped in with Dallas Unplugged. So yeah. me and my brother Dirt Beats, he did it probably like four or five years ago. I wasn't a part of it then, but he wanted to bring it back. And I was like, definitely help you with bringing this back. So we uh, like, uh the band we're going to be using is a, a musical alchemist. Uh, they're pretty dope. It's like a six-part band. <laughs> six-part band. Yeah. Well, um, so we're going to do it every two weeks, about weekly. We did one last night, which was the eighth uh, or the ninth. Yeah, the 8th, and then we're going to do one again on the 17th, and then bi-weekly, you know, from there. But the whole the whole idea of it is uh, uh, artists come. You can even be rapper, singer, poet, whatever, just to, you know, showcase, show, showcase your craft. But the difference of it is the band will actually pick up your song. So it's like you'll play it at first, the MP3 version, the DJ will play it. Right, you start rapping and performing it, then we're going to cut the song out and the band picks it up and you get the feel for to really, you know what I'm saying, how it feels to perform with a live band. is a whole totally different experience. Mm-hmm. And you want that as an artist. You want to have footage of that. You want to have, you know what I'm saying, that experience and practice because that's what your goal should be at. And to provide that for local artists and people that's here right in Dallas or, hey, you ain't got to be in Dallas. You can come up from Houston. You can come up from wherever and vibe with us. It's a total vibe. We have vendors, you know, drinks. It's right up in Deep Ellum, so in the, in the middle of everything in the city. If you're from the south, you're from the north, you can come. It ain't too far, but we're doing it and we're looking to expand so get more people and different vibes i think this next one we're going to try to get some of the body art people there and have some of that vibe for them vending and doing that in the back just to have different artistic things but the band is the key focal point and they kill it every time like just to hear them pick up all of these it could be a trap song and i go be like okay i hear them that's cool you know what i'm saying and then when the bass kicking i'm like i'm like ooh, now i really fucking like this and then even me performing is like dang i feel it and i just go off and start freestyling and doing stuff to the same song that i did just because of the feel like the extra st- extended version of it yeah. or whatever so it's definitely a vibe we was real successful last night and we're really pushing it pushing it we're trying to get known us which is a pl- good place to network for a lot of artists and videographers and models, like everybody kind of beat it. Everybody that there that's there does something because they stay for the vibes and they add to the vibes. So I want to get I want to get um what's this girl's name Tierra and Tyra remember the singing I want to I want to see if they if they come down there they sing hey hit me up so right right yeah. now it's like. If we got a little package deal for the artists because we got a videographer, too, that can get you 4K video of what you're doing. We got little packages for artists. The cheapest one is just like 20 bucks because it costs $10 to get it anyway. 20 bucks, you can perform a song with the band. You know what I'm saying? Just hit us up. It's a DTX Unplugged. So at on Instagram, at DTX Unplugged. Or you can hit up me, Soul Freak, S-O-U-L-F-R-E-G-Q, or Dirt Beats Music on, um, on Instagram or anywhere. But just if the artist. So, and then if you want to do two songs, it'd be like 30 bucks or something like that just to do two songs. If you want the footage, whatever, like 75 bucks, you could do two, two, three songs and get all the footage. And that is, that is like a great deal for content and have a live band and do that. Like, 
because and while we're in this world of content, like if you don't have content, if you don't have something that's different than another, you're not going nowhere. So you you spending fifty bucks for somebody to come and follow you with a camera anyway. So to have that whole experience, I think people should really take advantage of that. Like, yeah. And then the audience is ten dollars to get in. Yeah, it's ten bucks. Okay. Where you got the address? Oh uh, yeah, address? it's like Main and Exposition, like on right on the corner of um of uh in Deep Ellum. But I'll send you the address. Okay. Let me see if I can Main find it real quick. Dallas Unplugged for any um, artists, poet, rappers, anybody in the city that want to put their talent on display, make sure y'all hit up um, DTX Unplugged on Instagram. Yeah, and then the address is at Pop Up DFW. That's the, that's the venue, and it's at 3409 Main Street. 3409 Main Street. Yeah, we got Musical Alchemist. That's the band that's rocking with it. And I'm saying it's all put on by uh, um, Soul Frequencies. That's my company. Dirt Beats, uh, Henny and Halos, Rip the Mic, and just deal with um, real life and stuff like that. So there's a lot of affiliations with it. That's dope, man. I'm, I'm coming to the next one, man. Hey, be I'm, there. I, I'm coming. I, I want to see it because that's the... That's the vibe that, I, that I'm looking for out here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I said, like, when people got there, they did not leave. I was yeah. like, damn, people aren't, usually, you know, people come in early. and they're Even during the pandemic. Out. Even during the yeah. pandemic. They <laughs> yeah. was like, this is a vibe. I like this vibe. I like this venue. I kept get, hearing that. So I was like, all right, we got a good thing. We just need to push it and make sure the city see what's going on. Because a lot of people complain about live music and bands. And yes. especially somebody that could pick your stuff up that day, right then, not have to practice with them and stuff. Yeah, and they can sell merch. Can uh, the artists come and sell merch there? Or y'all well, you can. We, we take vendor, uh, like vendor uh, fees, too. I don't know. How much we was doing Depending on if you're selling food Or if you're selling Depending on what you're selling Yeah we, yeah 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 just but just it. hit us up You want to yeah, vendor yeah. We have uh, We got enough space To be like five or six vendors Each time So you can book in your spot Whenever the date works on you We got a uh, If it's dirtbeatsmusic.com I think right now And you can go sign up For all of the Dallas Unplugged stuff If you want to register As an artist And stuff like that That's super dope man I, I'm that's super dope Cause I'm, I've been looking for Something like that In the area You know what I'm saying Yeah In the Dallas area Cause I know Back at the crib in L.A., they got a bunch of those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's everywhere. LA. Yeah, yeah, even, so, even in Atlanta, too. Like, they got a lot yeah. of those I've been hearing about. Yeah. So that's dope. I'm, I'm definitely coming to the next one, man. Get get us a babysitter and come on out. And I do want to talk to you about I got an album coming out Valentine's Day. Okay. Talk to me. Talk to me. Since it's kind of coming up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a month away, so I'm about to start doing promo and stuff for it. But uh, I got, like, a 10-track album. It's uh, with a couple of my friends. So Barry's on like four or five of the songs. Okay. Barry McCain. I got my homie Fredo. He's gonna. They help me sing and stuff on there. He's on like three tracks. Uh, Dirt beats on a couple of tracks. But the uh, joint is called "Love Is Weird." Mm. So I was like, I had to add my astrology with the whole Valentine's Day. So I was like, damn, Valentine's Day is always during Aquarius season. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. always the weird, peculiar people, the different, they rebellious, which makes you different and weird, you know, whatever. So it's like, dang, love is weird, technically. You know what I'm saying? Like, because me, I'm super technical, so I'd be like, but then love is weird. And then um, when I was like, oh, I'm going to call it this, and then I, I'm really fond of Dr. Seuss. I don't know why, but he got this one <laughs> quote, and he say, love is weird. And he was like, mm. love is weird. And like, people are just fine. You find two people who match their mutual weirdness, they call it love, something like that. So I was like, 
All right, that's, that's, I'm going to theme this whole shit on Dr. Seuss, Love is Weird, and we're going with Love is Weird, because that's how I feel. And me having an Aquarius moon myself, you know what I'm saying? Because you're feeling your moon is kind of who you are, more how you love, and the, not, you know, Venus is how you love, but moon is still who you how you feel and react a lot to. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, damn, I'm an Aquarius moon, I'm already a bit, like, if you want this, I'm probably do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm already that type of person. So I was like, damn, love is weird. So to be in love is a, like a weird concept for me, and then been having it done it before it was like that i didn't really like the person i was when i was like in yeah. love i was doing anything and like everything compared to not being in love but then in this album it's gonna show how i go from like not wanting to be in love saying fuck it going all the way down to like damn i think i want to marry this girl you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah okay yeah so it's like so yeah that's that's I wanted to do something like that, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I got all of the songs anyway that I've been hoarding, basically, yeah, in my yeah. vault. So I was like, all right, these fit together. Let me put these on this. And then I'll have something around my birthday, Gemini season, May 26th. I'm going to call that Wordsmith. TBA, mm. who knows if I change it yet. But Wordsmith, yeah. since I feel like I'm one of the best Wordsmith, okay. so I got to have my album called that. And it's just all of my best price songs that I think. Okay. Let me ask you this. Now, are we talking about love? And because let me act, first, let me let me preface it with this. Do you think love is an emotion or you or is it an action? Huh. I think love. I think love is an action. I think the difference between love and being in love. I think that's a huge difference. Mm. So I think love is an action because you can have love. You can show love for things mm-hmm. and anything like Infatuation, like love type things, you can have it. But being in love, I feel like is an emotion. It's all internal because it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like showing love for things that makes sense is more of an action. Oh, I'm gonna do this. This is gonna show this. But being in love is kind of like it's just something. Oh, I feel them. I miss them. I have possessiveness, and jealousy. All of a sudden, and these things and all of this is just filled with emotions. So that's how I would answer it. Mm, okay. I like I like how you broke that down. Cause I be, I be, cause listen, for me I feel like it's an action. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can only show you that I love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The emotions, the emotions of me showing you I love you is still an action. True, but everybody you know I mean? has different love languages too. So then you got to mm-hmm. go into that that aspect of it, like. Okay, some people like to be shown that you love me through gifts. Some people like to be shown that you love me through, you know what I'm saying? Which still go to your point that it's an action. Yeah. But it's like some people rather you just do no action and just be with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's the best way you love me because you spend most of your time with me. Or gifts or communication. What's the other two? Words um, of affirmation. Yeah, yeah affirmation. Affirmation. Uh, gifts. Gifts. Uh, quality time. Physical touch. Oh, yeah, acts of service, doing things, and touch. Mm-hmm. So, like, those are, like I said, the actions of love. You read that book, though, right? The, the yeah. five la- love languages? I read that, and then, yeah, yeah, I read that book. Yeah. A while ago. But um, I was I was going to say that being in love, some, sometimes, like, you just feel that. Because how do you know that you even love somebody before you start showing them? Mm. I think that. Or that, do you notice that, dang, I do all of this for them. And I'm in love with them. 
because I do this. Because you can't, you cannot be in love and just be like, dang, I like to do these things for this person. And they, to them, they think, oh, I'm in love because their love language is acts of service. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody could be trying to show you that they love you and you don't take it that way because that's not your love language. They'd be like, dang, I don't know why they keep buying me gifts and shit. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I wish they would just tell me something or I wish they would just touch me and show me that they fuck with me like that. You know what I'm saying? So like I said... That's how I look at it. It's basically action, but I feel like the emotion is somewhere in there to to be with, like, real being in in love. Like, when somebody say people that stay together for 40 years, like, they was in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. At one point. Because I, I know my wife, her, her love language is words of affirmation, and my love language is gifts. Like, little small gifts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it ain't got to be nothing big. Like, you thought about me because you got me that. Yeah. yeah. And what I do is... I just get my my wife stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just so like, she hey. can get you shit. Not even. I just not even. That's so she can give me because, shit. But that's how you show love. Yeah, that's how, that's I how show you want to receive it. Yeah, I got yeah. You. And she was like, I just need, I just want you to tell me. I'm like, I'm here every day. I'm fucking doing shit. You know what I mean? I'm making sure that everything is in order and good. Yeah, she need to she hear. Like, because what's her sign again? Um, she a Leo, a yeah. Libra. 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 Yeah, words, air. Yeah. Words. And you are Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah, show me, give me some. I'm the boss. Da, da, da. I need <laughs> yeah. a gift today. So, yeah, make you earth. It makes more sense, practically. If you give me this, it's a gift. There's, uh, you thought about me. You paid the money. You did all this. That makes all the practical sense that you give a fuck about me. Yeah. And then it's like, but her, she's like, I need to hear it. Like, it's communication. Because you could, money can mean whatever. I got money. You could have got this from somewhere. And just gave it to her, and it meant nothing. <laughs> she needs to know that how it. You can give her the gift too, but she needs to be like, because you're the most beautiful thing, and I thought this, and this is, reminds me of you. Then it'll be a complete boom for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. See, with me, I'm always thinking though. I got, I got other shit on my mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. I feel you. Like I said, that's why everybody's different, and it's that's why everybody get with other people to learn different things that they're not good at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. You, yeah, mo- that's why most people that's alike is not gonna work out. Cause like, damn, you do this shit just like me, and I don't need that right now. Cause I could do that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> shit, I could do that. Yeah. yeah. What's your love life, man? What's going on with you? My love language. Not even your love, your love language, and your love life. I don't know. What you mean you don't, you don't know? I don't know. I feel like I thought I was heartbroken all the way, like. I don't want to be in love and love and love. Like, so I just be more, like, practical. So if I'm, like, I always have to be super friendly first. So it's like, all right, these are my closest friends. I will have to have a best friend before I can have a lover. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, like, that's – and there's another Aquarius energy. And it's just something that I'm learning about myself, like, just growing and going through all of the stuff. And it's like, all right, I can't just – I have to have a friend first, and then I can know that this is the person I can give my all and love and do this because if I just show out, like, oh, I have this feeling, and then I think that it's this and then go off of it, I'm just setting myself up. I'm not sure. And there's so much that I got going for myself that's like I know how I could be in love, and it's just like I'm not going to be living for myself no more. And I got a daughter. And I said that my daughter has been different too. It's like mm-hmm. she's always been my first love. So it's harder to, like, fall for women as easy and just like oh I gotta have a woman and that's like that's to really feel like in love I just I guess it's very very slow progress process for me was that you or Barry who said that y'all want a um dang what's the sign if it's very simp then it's him <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, I forget who it was, but it was one of y'all was like, he want a Sagittarius so bad, but he can't get them because they always definitely him. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want nothing so bad. <laughs> I don't want nothing so bad. But Sagittarius come to me easily because it's my opposite. So Gemini opposites attract. So I've hung around a lot of Sagittarius and um. I like the energy, but I could never be with a Sagittarius because I understand them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, you're going to keep And Sag is like that November, December or that? Yep. Yeah, okay. End of, end of November, beginning of December. Like, yeah. that. my mother and my little sister was a Sag. My first love of my life in third grade. It's crazy. Third grade. Like, yeah. I supposed to know what that shit is about. It was a Sagittarius, and they all had the same birthday. Wow. 11 Wow. And that's crazy. That's the day I released the story of Troy on my, really? mother, on my mother's birthday, eleven twenty six. Wow. Yeah. You know, I still got that um, that that chart on my on my phone. It's your chart. Yeah. You should always have it. It's your chart. Hey, let me see. <laughs> I still got not even just mine. Damn, my phone died. But I I got the whole the whole thing on my phone that that just basically tells me like, okay, this is. This is where we at. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Like the transits of today. Was yeah. yeah, yeah. See, like, you still hip. Thank hell you. yeah, the, man. Yes, it at least went somewhere. Hell you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't just put it in the closet nowhere. No, not at all, man. I was like, oh, I got to keep this. Yeah, tell the people how they can get a reading from you, man. Um, The best way is probably IG. I'm active on there every day. If you get Soul Freak G, S-O-U-L-F-R-Q-G, or Soul Frequencies. You can hit up. That's my business page, Soul Frequencies, S-O-U-L, Frequencies. Um, you can just DM me and say uh, you want a reading. I do. Uh, right now I'm doing 30-minute readings for 50 bucks, mm, and okay. I'll FaceTime you, and we can get through all the bases of your chart within 30 minutes. And then follow-up ones, you know what I'm saying? You can just get another 31, and it, it'll basically just be talking about all the questions you ask and everything, and I can help you and guide you into if you really want to learn, learn astrology or not just know about you at the second because some people really want to learn it and understand it on a day-to-day basis. I'll be willing to help you and push you in the right directions to where you you know need to go. Because I'm trying to uh, gear up and start something that I'm on Clubhouse because uh, I've been on Clubhouse mm. a little bit, and um, I think I'm going to start doing rooms about astrology just to get to see who people's intrigued and do little free lessons and stuff like that. Uh, especially as I start getting more, seeing more people. In tra- I've just been trying to find the time for it, really, because yeah. I've been so focused on my music. Yeah. Uh, but I'm always down to do that. Anybody want to learn about astrology or want to just talk the shit out with me or try to uh, pick my brain about different aspects of, of how I look at things, because I feel like just astrologers talking to other astrologers, you learn so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's just energies that you're decoding through certain things. So it's like, damn, this energy could express itself this many ways. So it's like, okay, that's why you got the t- everything falls within that 12, 12 zodiac sign. Mm, so so yeah. it's intriguing. That's why like, it's an ever, you know, it's a, I mean, a never ending learning process, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, All yeah. right, let me, let me pay these bills hey. real quick, man. Bluetooth? Um, no more Bluetooth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable. With the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's cheaper than the pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet little package, so no awkwardness, so you don't need to even leave your house. You know, right now, if you go to the website, bluechew.com backslash tap in, you can get a free 
shipment on the house on us. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E. Chew.com. Promo code tap in to try it for free. Okay. Um, so, yeah, man, that's 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 dope. I've been trying to get on um, Clubhouse. Like Clubhouse is like is becoming like. It's almost like a uh, like a mastermind class, man. The little rooms that I be going into, man. You know what I'm saying? You can find some super gems in there, man. Like depending on no matter what your focus is. You know yeah, yeah. Like I found a lot of things about real estate that I was listening to because I've always been into real estate. But I need to get my real estate license maybe next year or something because I feel like if you're gonna sell something, might as well sell houses. The biggest thing you can sell. But that to music to. Um, and artists, lawyers, like all types of things that I was just picking up little things that I didn't know. And it was like, dang, I, I don't have to brush shoulders with these people. They're like all right here. And you know what I've been, and what some guy on there has been saying? People are coming up off Clubhouse. But the one thing I heard him saying is Clubhouse is so new, people are buying the URLs, the websites, to put content on Clubhouse. Since it's so new. Uh-huh. It's this one guy, I forget his name, but he did. He bought a URL, right? And it's just sound effects for Clubhouse. It's, it's something like Clubhouse sound effects, a moderator sound effects, Clubhouse.com. they know they're going to need it, yeah. Yeah. And then either Clubhouse is going to buy it or people going to use it. To when they on there moderating and I'm and like Aaron, no, stop yeah oh shit and it's so fucking new that you Look, can go on there this and is the buy age of Aquarius that's another uh, sign another energy of Aquarius is innovation you know what I'm saying it's mm. visionary I see that this is gonna happen so I'm gonna do something now mm. that's innovation like that because I have this foresight that this is okay this is lit that this I'm gonna see this happen and this happen or maybe in my world this will happen. Let me bring my world to everybody else's world. Yeah. So yeah, I I I agree and like Clubhouse. I, like I said, I can. My first thing was like, damn, I'm gonna just do a room for astrology and there's a few rooms in there for astrology. But I was like, these people aren't as. It's kind of the younger generation than me. That they like that popcorn type stuff. That quick. Like okay, this this this. I know everything now. Now I can go and teach. But it's like. Nah, you ain't studied for what five, six months. You gotta, yeah. you gotta practice this stuff, and that's why you definitely need to be on there because yeah. you can bring that. Yeah, but I'm not the type that just go kill somebody's spirit. So if I like, I said I'll just do my own. I had to peep it first. You know what I mean? I'm not just gonna jump in like, oh, okay, cool. That's yeah. some Aries energy. Oh, yeah. this is tight. I'm gonna just do it. Like, nah, me, I had to think. I'm a thinker, so I was like, okay, this will be the time. It'll get more popping. I'm already been one of the first people on here. You know what I'm saying? They'll see. I won't look all new when I'm on it. Boom. They're going to listen to me, especially after when I, they hear what I got to say. Man. But, yeah, i just been focusing on dropping music right now. So, like, that's my love, my passion. Like, I love astrology, too, but it just, it just I let the tribe come to that. I can push music to where I need to go. I let people who want the, the astrology. Can I give you an idea for a song? I'm with it. It's called Clubhouse Love. Okay. It's basically you meeting somebody on Clubhouse, going to their DMs, then it progressed where y'all now uh, meeting in person, mm-hmm. but you don't really like who they are in person. You like them on Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah, I just it's, like how you talk. Yeah, Clubhouse love. <laughs> <laughs> I just like your persona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. That's dope. Yeah, Clubhouse is, is, it's so fucking crazy because just think about like when Instagram first came out or Twitter when it first came out, even Facebook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you can get in 
when it's still on the beta stage. Yeah, because that that was for Facebook. That was like you had to be in college, right? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember in high school, like, fuck, I can get off. And they like, they opened it up for high school students. Yeah. So I remember that. Um, Instagram, not so much as remembering the start. I just was like, yeah, I, I, I had Instagram since 2014, which is crazy. 13, I don't know when I 14. got on Instagram. Because I was looking at pictures, I was like, fuck, I need to delete these pictures. This I'm is- on my second Instagram, so I don't even... <laughs> So I don't I was even like, know when I first got on. I just know they have something new every fucking week, basically now. Like, yeah, and I told myself after Instagram, I'm not getting on no more social media. Oh, shit. I gotta plug. I gotta plug this social media. Okay, good. Um, I'm on Loom. It's for artists. You probably seen the little yeah. things on like YouTube and shit like that. But um, Loom is a really good platform uh, for artists. So I'm on it. I get to upload my music right to there. It, it pays me better than a lot of the streaming pro- uh, platforms. Cause you, it's a, it's basically like it has Instagram mixed with like Apple Music, basically. Mm. So I can upload my music. I can upload posts that have my music. Like this is a post. This is a post of my music. Da da. da. And there's nothing but like a lot of artists on there and fans. So I can gift gift you something, and then people can see that. And then all of the coins that I get gifted from the gifts, because they have a value of coins, I can get paid out. So I think you get fifty fifty cent per a hundred coins. So right now, mm. I've just been on it for like a month or two, and I'm at like 5,000 coins. So I was like, that's a little bit more money than 20,000 streams on Spotify. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, So yeah. it's like, I've been trying to push Loom a lot, and I've been putting, I, so I've been releasing my things. Anything that I'm releasing, I've been releasing it a couple days or a week early on Loom. So people can get an exclusive feel for it. They can be like, okay, I rock with them. So hopefully if you sign up to Loom, you can, they give you free coins. You can gift me the coins or like one of the songs you like. You can save all of the songs to your library. Like you got a library. Then you can find a lot of unsigned artists on there too that you like. Like it's like anything you got to sift through bullshit. But it's like every now and again you're going to find like me. I was like, damn, they kind of go hard. And then I can try to collab with some of these people. As well, because I can hit them up through the app. And I think like Neo or somebody is one of the first investors in this one. But Loom, L O O M, L U M, like L U M, L with the two dot, like a German U, mm. like Loom. But uh, yeah, it's pretty dope. And I've been like, I've been getting feedback from it. I posted, I posted the single that I'm dropping on Friday called "Learn You Something." I posted it today on Loom so that people can listen to it exclusively there. Like, of course, it's only going to be like 15, 20 people listen to it because that's how close my super, super, super fan base is. But yeah. once it starts popping, more people will see. Because they, they all are on accessibility right now. So they're like, uh, if I don't have Apple Music, when I have Spotify, I don't have this. I'll just wait to hear your shit. I don't care to go yeah. do something else to go yeah. listen to your song. But if I can get to push people there I think it'll be beneficial for both of us like you're helping me monetarily I'm seeing it I can show views on Loom Apple Music this I can so it's like just help because it's all about the age of content so as right. long as I got content I'm here I'm, all, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to put all my eggs in one basket yeah yeah would you um release like content on uh, like OnlyFans like a video or something I like mean, exclusive videos true. where you don't even drop it nowhere else. I would, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't go with the stigma of OnlyFans. Like they got Patreon, you know what I'm saying, accounts and stuff like that. Like where people could subscribe to you and pay you monthly, and it doesn't have like a sexual uh, connotation <laughs> to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's the bad thing about it. That's but all it is. It's, yeah. There's a sexual connotation to that. So it's like, yeah. It's like you go on here, OnlyFans, everybody else is selling ass and pictures and titties and stuff. And then me, I'm just rapping. I don't think I'm going to sell that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it might. I mean. 
Yeah, I know. It, it is some people I've seen that. Yeah, that's I think people doing. might do it because OnlyFans, the platform itself, is popular. Because, like I said, it's the same thing as a Patreon. Like, I pay you $5 a month and I can see all of your content for, like, here exclusively. Mm. Like, and then you just put stuff for your, like, super fan, like a newsletter. I'm going to have this. These are freestyles that's not out, but my Patreon people can get it. Same thing as OnlyFans. Like I said, but OnlyFans, the company is blowing up bigger because of the sexual Patreon. connotation. So if you like, oh, you got OnlyFans. And then maybe it's like gonna be trickery. Like people might be mad. I'm like, damn, I wanted to see you with your shirt off and this, yeah. but you sitting here rapping. Yeah, and nobody wants to see that shit. I don't like if somebody wanted to go see a girl clapping their ass and then she's sitting there singing on the guitar. They're gonna be mad. They spent their five dollars. <laughs> they're gonna be pissed. I'm like I looked at a picture of you selling yourself to me on Instagram, thinking I'm gonna see more on OnlyFans, and you got more clothes on OnlyFans, and it's just like I'm gonna be. Jazz, that's what we need to do, man. We got to get us a, either OnlyFans or, no, we got to get it on Patreon. We got to get us a yeah, Patreon. A Patreon, man. I think Patreon works because it's like, and which I still need to get a Patreon, but I've, I've signed up for a couple of people Patreon before, especially like a couple of astrologers and uh, just truth seekers and stuff. Because I'm like, they're going to have little articles and little stuff. I pay $5 a month for that to get some extra stuff that they're not putting on the YouTube or they're not putting out there. I don't got to buy this book for $100 to yeah. figure out the information, so. I've done that before, so if people really mess with you, I know that they'll they'll pay. It. Yeah, because ain't nobody people subscribe by apps for six seven dollars a month. They don't, they forgot they got the app coming <laughs> out of their shit, and it's like right. that's what I need to tap into. I need to tap into y'all paying me eight dollars a month. Yeah, and y'all forgetting about it. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully y'all forget about it. Hey, regardless, it's the, if you want if you want me, I'm there. But hopefully y'all forget about it. Yeah, see that's what man, that's what I definitely want to do. I gotta just I just gotta figure it out like what what kind of content that I want to put on there where I don't even release it to YouTube you know what I mean it's just there it's just strictly for that you know what I mean it gotta be it gotta be if you do the OnlyFans it gotta be the ex, like you talking to porn stars or you talking to like sex workers you know what I'm saying and getting a feel from that that's the idea right there mm. you have a podcast with the sex workers that's what you put on the OnlyFans and they'll tell you the behind the scenes of the OnlyFans and the shit and you can only find it on your OnlyFans for tap in you gotta tap uh. into the OnlyFans I'm gonna need 10% huh oh yeah I just need 10% yeah I got you we, 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 we'll negotiate that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah damn man <laughs> and you know what they they said that this after the pandemic, it's going to be so many new millionaires based off of just these yeah. ideas and everything that's coming out. And people have been super finessing. Yeah. So it's like they've been just getting free bands. Yeah. So it's like if you don't come up off of free bands, then you're just an idiot. Shit, man. <laughs> My mind is racing now. My mind, <laughs> <laughs> My mind is racing. I'm like all these business loans. They give you just free money personally. And this. if you don't flip that, then you're an idiot. And you know what? I, I Last year... Um, when they was giving it out, I was so scared to do it because I'm like, I, I was too. I was too. I was like, until I, I saw this whole year, I was like, oh, I'm taking that next SBA loan. Yeah. I was getting on that. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I don't want to be in debt. Da, da, da. Yeah. I was like, I'm taking that hoe. We gonna get. We getting to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so shit, man. All right, man. Anything you want to plug, man? Before we get out of here, I think I plugged it all. Like I said, um, tap into uh, my graphic designer as told by AD. She didn't hook up everything, making me look good. You know what I'm saying? Like marketing and everything with my music. So type in with her if you need any art done, any visual, you know what I'm saying? Any creative direction. 
Um, shout out my homie Dirt Beats again. Like I said, he produced all of my music that's releasing. We pretty much got an exclusive thing going on. We also do the Dallas Unplugged. You can follow me anywhere at Nate Wavy G. I will be dropping music. If you follow my Instagram or my link tree, I'm, I got all the links to everything you need to find me. I've got music video dropping on Monday called Ote. Well, my first single I put on on the first of the year. So just a lot of shit shaking on over here. Just content, content, content. And um, still trying to be a dad and make sure my daughter gets in kindergarten. That's what's up. So just like just putting on all the hats, man. And just trying to still be great and live the best so I can leave this legacy. That's, what's your Instagram again? Soul Freak G. S-O-U-L-F-R-E-Q-Q-G. Soul Freak G. That's what's up, man. Yo, man, I appreciate you for tapping in hey, with me, man. man. I appreciate you for having me yeah, again, man. Yeah, this is always a pleasure when I sit down with you because you, you you bring out that, that astrology and I'll be like, I'll be tuned in like a mother. Yeah, I'll be, be trying not to teach and preach too much. I'll just be chilling, but it come out, man. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. Appreciate it again, man. Thank you, man. Like Yo, that, I had me in a couple months again or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, man, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been the Tap In Podcast, man. Holla at y'all.